Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the BNB Podcast. This is episode 35. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm your other host, Brody. And before we get started today, we would like to thank you so much for over 300, uh, I think it's 306, actually, the exact number of listens worldwide. Um, I, we were just checking that out before the podcast, and I was surprised because last week was a bit slower, but... Uh, you know, one of you lovely bastards out there, or a few of you lovely bastards out there, uh, pushed us over 300, so uh, thank you very much. Yes, that is awesome. Thank you for listening. Uh, All right, that's we, we can go now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so thank you for listening to the B&B Podcast, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs> <clears throat> um, no, uh, we're, we're still here, uh, so you still get to listen to us. Now, before we get started, got to open up with a dad joke. Oh, fuck, I forget the command. Um. Dad, dad joke. Nope. Uh, shit. You just scroll way up. Here, I'll copy it. I got it. All right, that was, uh, okay, we got two. Brody, you want to read yours out? No, not re- not really. <laughs> that is terrible. Okay, do you want to read mine out then? Um, sure. What do you get when you cross an alien with a crybaby? An unidentified crying object. That's terrible. That's, that's bad. <laughs> oh god, what have I done installing this? Thank you, Dadbot, for uh, all your creative input. This is why I cry oh. at night. This is what keeps me up at night. <laughs> anyway, uh, that horrible horrible thing aside what are we talking about today brody uh today we're talking about um the influence of social media on uh news information and um misinformation we're gonna tie in together into one big bonanza for all of you yeah but yeah no like over the past few years social media has really brought a big influence on like um People sharing news, talking about news, giving information out, um, whether it be like Facebook, Twitter, and I think probably, I don't know, do you share Instagram? I guess you can. I've seen some stories on Instagram. Yeah, well, people post like blurbs of statistics and stuff, but it's I guess it's not as wild, widely used as like Twitter and Facebook because you can post links and stuff. But yeah, that is one thing that the internet is horrible for is. Yes, you can search anything up you want, but you also run into the fear of possibly running into something that is, uh, to quote the great Donald Trump, fake news. Um, I feel dirty just calling that man great, but you know, let's move on. Um, I have some personal uh, little stories that I want to recant on the podcast here, but I think... Uh, Brody found some statistics to open us up. I don't know if you want to segue into that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was doing a little bit of research, and we found, I guess, actually, I found, Brandon found the topics for later. Um, I found this thing here. Which one should I start with? Right here. According to, oh, Lord, here we go. Reuters Institute, oh, oh, my God. According to Reuters Institute Digital News Report, holy fuck, that's a lot of words. Um, 
In the U.S., among those who use social media to find news, 47% of them are under the age of 45, and 23% of them are over 45. Where's the rest of that percentage? I, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but my math, 43 plus 23, that oh, doesn't equal 100. I guess those who are, I, I honestly don't know. I guess they can't take the statistics from, like, babies. I don't know. Hey, you never know. Hey, you a little kid, do you go to Facebook for <laughs> your news? No, sir, no, I don't. I don't use Facebook, I use TikTok. <laughs> God, here we go. Um, <laughs> um, there's another little uh, blurb here that I found. Um, according to Pew Research data, nearly 80% of American adults are online, and 60% of the 80% use social media. What? Oh, 60% of them use social networking sites. There we go. More Americans get their news via the internet than from newspaper or radio, as well as three-fourths who say they get news from email. What? Say they get news from email, social media updates. There we go. According to CNN, here we go. 75% of people got their news forwarded through emails or social media posts. Where 30... Hold on. Now we're over 100%. (laughs) What? <laughs> this is fake news. I'm going to correct this math here. <laughs> 70... Do you have the link to this fucking article? <laughs> uh, let me just... Hold on, let me go back here. Yeah, it's it's a it's a Wikipedia thing. It's like right in the... Is it the top blurb? Yeah. Yeah, right at the bottom of the first paragraph there. According to CNN... 75 people get their news forwarded through email, social media posts, whereas 37, so a total of 102% of people shared well, a news item together. Like, that might be like 75% of people got their news forwarded through email or social media, and then like when they took the analysis, 37% of people also shared that news through Facebook and Twitter. There we so they go. may not. They might not be saying a hundred percent of the people are uh, this or that. So yeah, thirty-seven percent of the seventy-five percent, yeah, shared the news that they found on Facebook or Twitter. There we go. Sorry for the confusion, folks, but we got there in the end. Welcome that to is, the BNB podcast. That is written a bit weird, though. Um, uh huh. But yeah, so it's pretty much just saying that you know seventy-five percent of people are finding their stuff on social media. And then 37% of people are, like, sharing that on a social media platform. I can see that. Those those numbers make sense. Mm -hmm. So it's probably the same thing with, like, the other statistic, but we will not go into that one. Um, Just yet. Like the top one I have there? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it it does make sense because social media is so widely used by like everyone now. Like I know, ten years ago, my you know my grandma wouldn't have had Facebook, but like ten years later, and she's on Facebook, and I think she's on Instagram too. Uh, I don't think she posts food selfies like all you youngins out there, but um, 
she's on there. And, you know, so, so many people who wouldn't have dreamed of using social media for anything are now, you know, posting cat videos. Are you disrespecting the cat video, sir? Of course not. <laughs> There's some days I go to social media literally just to watch cat videos. I mean, That's the people that post them on YouTube have it fucking down. Of course people are going to watch those videos. Right? They're making millions off that shit. They know what they're doing. Anyways, as I was going to say... um, What was I going to say? Cat videos? Yes, cat videos. But no, there's something on this article that I found. Oh, is this about different forms of news? Never mind. Well, I guess, yeah, we can... I can talk about this quick here. Just a little quick sentence. Sure. Uh, it says here, uh, and this is a lot of this is in the United States, but that's okay. Um, in the U.S., eighty-one percent of people say they look online for news about the weather. First and foremost, like you're starting your day, you look online. All oh, the weather's shitty. Grab an umbrella, put a jacket on. That's what people do. I even do it. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say I go to social media for it, and I just like look at the weather app. Yeah. National news at seventy three percent, fifty two percent of people uh, for sports news, and forty one percent about entertainment and celebrity news. Yeah, like I said, it's widely used by so many people, and it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like getting news through social media, and because it's so accessible, and because, like, if the internet didn't exist, do you know how long it would take for like? news sources to cover like big stories and get it circulating it'd be very very hard because the generation we have now like if the internet just ceased to exist they'd have to watch tv and get their news that way i guess and read the paper which you know is unheard of for the generations now so it's not necessarily bad but it's more susceptible to being altered than like newsprint or uh you know, broadcasts on TV. Yeah, and that was uh, one thing, like, way back when, like, everyone would, anything, like, like the anchor man would say, like, whether it's biased by his own opinion or her, or whether it's fact, everyone believed what was reported. Like, the weatherman could say it's going to be, like, 6,000 degrees at law. You know, it's a little excessive. But they could say, yeah, it's going to be raining cats and dogs for the next week. And they'd probably believe them. Because that's the only form of news that they used to get. That in the newspaper. Yeah, and if he was wrong, they'd run him out of town with pitchforks and torches. Exactly. That's the fun part. Uh, we do they- not condone that behavior, even if we partake in it. Uh, just <laughs> let me know that. But yeah, no, that's people... I don't know. People nowadays are more like opinionated when it comes to news everyone wants to put like their two cents in mm-hmm. but like back then they just believed it it was whatever they said went like there was a shooting at the mall and there was there's a white caucasian that did it and then i saw a news article here not too long ago that two different people were reporting on the same shooting and one was like oh it's an east indian fellow and then all one person was like oh it's a white person it's like biased upon your own hatreds is what they try and spin the news on. Well, and that's what I don't get nowadays is the fact that you can say anything and somebody's going to believe you. Where's your evidence, though? Where is your facts to back stuff up? 
because I could literally say, you know, the Earth is flat. I have no evidence towards it, but there's an entire group of people who believe that, fact, factually believe that the Earth is flat. Yeah, I don't know how you could possibly believe that, but, I mean, even if you have no facts that are true, if you have, if you list enough facts for something, you might sway them at least just a little bit into believing what you're trying to pitch them. And you might have enough facts that, whether they're factual or they're fake, might sway someone either way. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like what we can segue into for the misinformation. Yeah, I have my first of... article brought up here. And uh, in the first paragraph, even, um, Mark Zuckerberg, the creator and CEO of Facebook, uh, has stated that they do state, or sorry, they do take misinformation seriously and this is just after the trump election where he obviously got in you know as we all can't run away from because we hear about it every fucking day um but he talks about fake news and not the fake news trump talks about where like the the news is attacking him by creating mis like creating facts that just aren't true but the fake news as a real threat on you know on facebook on twitter and uh, how even big, big users like Trump are using their platform for misinformation, and they don't really seem to care. I don't know how many tweets that Trump has put out in the middle of the fucking night where he just thinks, oh, I found this fucking meme on Facebook, I'm going to post it on Twitter, with no facts to back it up. That's the one thing I kind of wish was a rule, that if you're a leader of some, like, even if it's a small, like, body, like, a landmass. Like, say you're, I don't know, some small island and you're the mayor of it or you're the president. You should not have any access to social media whatsoever. I think like, you should at least have somebody who is a social media, like, I guess, analyst that is in control yeah. of it. That's where I was going to lead into, but yes, mm-hmm. that's what they should have right from the get-go, some someone that does that for them. Well, I mean, Trump is just, like, his Twitter feed is a dumpster fire of garbage, and I don't know how anyone in, like, I don't know how anyone can spew that much garbage and still have access to their social medias. Like, oh, is this the one you're talking about here in the this one article about the Toronto attack? Me? I just saw a paragraph on that first link I posted, a little bit down. It's like the fourth paragraph. Oh, no, it's on a different article, but I see what you're doing here. Yeah, so Brody was talking about how there's two different sources reporting on a a terrorist attack, and uh, how one reported them as Middle Eastern and one reported them as white. Um, There there it is, yeah. Yeah, so apparently this... Uh, after the attack in Toronto, CBC apparently reported it as, or no, they interviewed two eyewitnesses, and apparently one identified them as an angry and Middle Eastern person, and one correctly identified them as a white person. So, you know, racial discrimination might have something to play into that. But, like, you have to get all the facts before you report on something, or at least that's how things should be. But it just seems the further we go down the rabbit hole, it just seems like people want more clicks rather than, um, you know, 
getting the information correct. And that's one thing I have, I think we have for a future topic is like clickbait. Or did we already cover that? I don't remember if we did or not, but it, it, it is something that we could go into. Yeah, I remember we talked about it. I don't know if we actually did a full podcast or we just like conversed about it, but it yeah. was brought up. Sorry, I'm just reading more of this article here. To kind of um, further Brandon's point there, this show is this kind of like graph where he's talking about like the fake report and the factual report about like who the person was that the fake one, because of everyone's bias towards who they thought it was, got like skyrocketed retweets. So in there, it just makes another snowball effect of misinformation to all their friends. And then that person retweets it to all their friends. So they get on board. But the actual, per- like the person that retweeted the real information only got a small amount of retweets because you want to believe what you're like what your bias is saying it is like yeah especially if you agree with whoever's spreading the misinformation you're like oh yeah i agree with like everything this person says so i'm gonna retweet it and like Mm -hmm. no research done on that of course yeah no it's just it just further fuels the fire that you really gotta read and find facts upon what you're reading before you go and spread just more cancer on social media like, if you look at this article and like, okay, that's interesting, do a little bit of research, see if it's actually true, and then go and, like, share it to all your friends, because you know it's something to be true. Well, one of the examples I wanted to bring up is something I mentioned to you last weekend, Brody, when we went out uh, for drinks. I mentioned the fact that, you know, I found this uh, little picture with a little text snippet of Trudeau spending fuck what was it It was like 60 million dollars or something on a photo shoot oh 600k yeah oh sorry Uh, that was excessive uh 600k (laughs) on a photo shoot um but i i clicked on the photo because it was just shared by one of my friends who obviously didn't research into it clicked on the photo went to the comments found out who posted the original link and it was an actual politician from Toronto who posted this false link or this false photo claiming that he spent six Trudeau spent $600,000 in taxpayer money for a photo shoot. And uh, it was just not true. There was no evidence backing it up. The only thing he posted as evidence was this like little government issued form stating that, you know, he can't do that. And it's illegal use of tax dollars and stuff, but there was no evidence he did so whatsoever. And uh, he just posted it and had no evidence. Like, that should be unacceptable from a politician. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. That should... I don't know. There, Like we said before, there should be someone that regulates anything that that person posts. They should have to go and okay it by someone before it even, like, gets, like, sent out or retweeted or whatever it would be. Well, especially in the age of sheeple, where they just click share and they don't fucking even, like, some people I know don't even read it. They're just like, oh, it's just anti-Trudeau, better share it, like. Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much just, like, clickbait. Oh, this, like, it could, like, just the headline could be, like, Trudeau spends a bunch of unnecessary money. People that don't like Trudeau will click on it, but or just share it before they even, like, read it. 
And I understand that, yeah, no one likes Chudo, but he's not doing all the sh- like, he's probably doing shady shit, let's get real here, but it's <laughs> fueling the fire with fake information on him is only making, like, your Haitian forum, like, not based on facts. Like, if you have facts to not like him, that's okay. But if you're getting your misinformation from social media and not even researching it, you're just making the whole issue worse. Well, yeah, if you're going to nail him, nail him for something he actually did. Nail him for the SNC Laval and shit. Like, nail him from the, you know, more recent bailing out the media, the $600 million media bailout. I don't know if you've heard of that one. But, Mm -hmm. like, nail him for shit he's done. Don't just make shit up. Just because you want to, just because you don't like them, like that's that's borderline slandering somebody, and the, you know that's that in itself is an offense. Yeah, yeah, it really is, and that's. I mean, yeah, everyone has their rights to their own opinion on people, but I don't know. I don't hate someone unless I have a reason, or like, I don't hate politicians unless I have facts to not like them. Mm-hmm. But people that just, like, I have this one friend that doesn't really do the whole politics thing. That's fine. That's whatever. If you don't want to be part of politics, that's okay. Don't discuss it, whatever. But me and him were out for lunch, and he's looking through his Facebook, whatever. That's kind of what we've talked about all their people stuck on their phone shit before. Mm-hmm. And he finds this link that his friend shared. And we've never once talked about politics ever in, like, our friendship. And he just starts spewing about this, but, like, I know it's fake. Because I knew the article he was talking about. It was kind of along the same lines as the the photo shoot one. Mm. And he just starts spewing bullshit out. And I pretty much interrupted him and said, yeah, um, like, find your facts. Especially if you're not a government person. Like, you don't know about politics. You don't do politics at least learn before you even want to try and become someone that's into politics. Because mm-hmm. you just kind of look like an asshole. But that's, I guess that's my opinion, which should be everyone's opinion. Well, and if you're not sure about something, like, yeah, search it or ask somebody, but don't don't just look at something as straight fact. Um Last week, in fact, getting off of more of the political side and just, like, mainstream misinformation, um, I was with family, and one of them said, you know, Chris Hart, who recently got in that uh, motor collision, was paralyzed. I searched it up on Google. I was like, you know, it'll, it'll come up on Google if, you know, anything substantial is true. Not that... Not even a whiff that he was paralyzed at all. You mean Kevin Hart? I said Kevin Hart. He said, I heard Chris. I'm oh. like, no, I, anyways, continue. Um. Anyways, if I said Chris, I, I meant Kevin. But yeah, Kevin Hart was paralyzed. And there's not, not a whiff that that was true. And not anything close to it that it was true. So right there, like on Facebook, it said, you know, he's paralyzed. Well, he's not. And you spreading that and you sharing it because, you know, there's a big name in it. Better click it to get more likes on my post. Like, it's just adding to the problem. Yeah, and I don't think people realize it because it's kind of the thing of our generation 
like, or like I guess the time frame we're in right now mm. is people just I don't know they want to be popular so they share whatever they can to get like the most likes or reactions whatever you want to call it out of people. Well, and it's to segue into that second article I posted. It a lot of that uh, can also be um, paralleled with like the anti-vax community. I know in the last couple of years, like the anti-vaxxers have just exploded all over social media on how, you know, vaccines cause autism, vaccines are killing children and stuff like that. And uh, in the article I actually found, it uh, says that there's this Facebook group that actually posted articles claiming that, you know, these vaccines were actually causing children to die and that doctors were covering it up saying that it was nothing to do with the vaccines and it drew it drew in all these people to join the page and then you know put 500,000 people in this group and there's 500,000 people that'll share your bullshit articles like i guess ignorance just begots ignorance so if you have a large group of ignorant people who don't do any research, like that can be just as dangerous as like a, a famous politician or a famous actor sharing something that's not true. It carries the same weight. Yeah, it really does. Having a backing of like, yeah, people that don't do the research and just like pooling together just makes for a bad time. Like it's just, it's a bad scenario. It just gets worse over time. Because they share it to their friends, and some of them get on board, and then they share it to their friends. And like like I said before, it's just a snowball effect of pretty much just lies. That's all it is. Unless it is fact, and if it is, that's good. But there's a lot more examples of misinformation than there is of true information. And it's kind of... Unless you actually have the time to like look through everything... Sometimes you get swayed the wrong way without knowing because you don't have the time to look or whatever it might be. But I don't know. Yeah, and there'll be times like something is really convincing and, you know, it tricks me into thinking that it's real. And then someone, you know, corrects me and says, oh, no, it's actually this. And I will take time to debate it with them and ask them, like, where their information is. And if they are right, like, good on them for correcting me for you know having the balls to correct me because that's one thing that i don't really enjoy is confrontation with people about stuff that i know is true and they're just spouting nonsense but a lot of the time i won't get into that argument because you know sometimes the fight's just not worth it sometimes those people just won't understand no matter what you're saying so it's almost better to shut your mouth and let them live in their little fantasy world than get in an argument with them but if someone has the balls to, you know, tell me that I'm wrong to my face and show me the facts, then, you know, it, I'm better for it. Hello? Oh, wow. Okay. Anyways, um, as I was saying with my mic was not picking it up, I was saying that some people are would be bullheaded about it and be like, no, that's not true. This is how it is. But they won't be able to back up with any information. And right there, you know that they're wrong. Because if they just go on and on about how you're wrong, that, that usually means that they themselves are wrong. Yeah, it's almost like if you get too defensive without actually having any evidence, like, you're just 
admitting defeat at that point. And sometimes if you're the one that's actually right, it's almost better to just, you know, say, okay, you're right. And just back away from that entirely. But sometimes you do have to stand up and say, you know, you are wrong. Like get it through your skull. You fucking idiot. Exactly. Especially if it's something that you're really passionate about, you'll, you'll defend it to the end. I know some people are, you know, might hear this one day if they ever listen to the podcast, but there are some people in my life who I just, I, I have tried beating through their head on some social issues. Like some people I know are very ignorant about the whole, um, LGBT and, uh, you know, like transgender people and stuff and claiming that there were no gay people back in the day. Uh, one, that's not correct. Um, but two, does it really concern you? And I guess that's my biggest thing is if they're not doing something to impact you negatively, it's not really your place to interject their self-worth. And so that's one issue that I've always spoken up about is if it's not going to hurt you, then, you know, you don't really need to bash it. Exactly. Right. That's, I know that's a very good like standpoint to have that people like to throw in their two cents, even though it's not at all necessary and that the lgbt what that that community i don't know what the rest of the letters are but there's a lot for a lot yeah. for a lot of people that's a sore spot like it's either a good or a bad thing people either are for it or against it and then you have people that are very extremely against it or like support it so much that they go to the events and stuff and whatnot but mm-hmm. Well, I know, like, even you and I have our opinions on it, and we, without offending anyone, I'm not trying to do that, and if I do, I am apologize, but without offending anyone, you and I have some opinions that some of that community gets to be extreme. Like, it's so in your face that you can't avoid it, and I'm not saying you should be able to avoid it, and, like, a lot of the whole gay pride and the LGBT pride is to do with the fact that, you know, they're no longer, or they're more rarely being prosecuted for their, you know, quote unquote behavior. And you and I have like our opinions on it. We might voice some of them in a different episode, or we might not to avoid uh, being attacked on the streets. But like, I think every, I think the problem is everyone needs to just fucking respect each other and if it doesn't affect you then shut the fuck up exactly that's That's my bottom line and that's the way it always should be like yeah we'll state our opinion on a lot of different things as a podcast that's the whole point of that but our the whole point of this is to not offend anyone and if we do don't hesitate to tell us because that is not at all our point a point i guess that's a weird yeah motive that's, we're not here to offend anyone. We're just trying to broadly state our case on things we find important. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if we do offend you, let us know. Because we're definitely not trying to do that. Yeah, we're just and, trying to trying to get our opinion out there. Trying to get some facts out there. Because there's enough misinformation, which, hey, good segue back into the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're we're just trying to do our part. Anyways... To move back a little bit towards misinformation, uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about, and then maybe we can go into a few examples uh, personally, if you have any, and then um, we can wrap her there. But yeah, another big one it, that we've kind of already touched upon, really, 
um, just because it's such a big issue with misinformation is politics. Oh, God, yeah. And I have this link from Global News. It's dated August 24, 2019. So there's this organization called Apathy is Boring. And this girl, oh, fuck, I'm going to butcher her last name, Samantha Roosh, Rayush, something like that. Uh, we're just going to call her Sammy or, or Samantha. Um, there we go. And Samantha is the research manager at this uh, nonprofit organization, Apathy is Boring. And it's an organization that encourages youth to engage in politics, which is really, really important now. Because back in our parents' days and back in our grandparents' days, they had a lot of big issues to fight for that were, you know, like oppressed, like um, Black Lives Matter. Well, I don't want to say Black Lives Matter, but uh, like the Black Black Lives Movement and women's rights and the women's suffrage and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And like now, I guess it's just people don't take it as seriously. So what this organization does is it encourages young people to engage in politics rather than just ignoring it. And what she's pretty much saying is she wants young people to realize that misinformation is going to be spread regardless and that you need to watch out for it. Because I guess they're trying their best to curb misinformation, but obviously with how big the internet is, they can't do that all the time. So um, I guess it just goes down to the lesson of it's too good to be true it probably isn't true you know but it's just to kind of sum it all up it's just pretty much about like people need to be responsible on the internet and you know research and be smart about what they're reading and realize that uh it might not be entirely true that's why when i read stuff i always take it with like a grain of salt i take the facts i double research them just to make sure it's true and there's stuff you can do to like verify that it is true like if there's a quote, take the quote and copy and paste it into Google. And if it comes up multiple websites, then that quote's probably true. And like for pictures, you can reverse Google search it and find if it's the actual source or not. So there is that. Yeah. Yeah, people just have to do their part in trying to stop the spread of it. Because unless we all, like, at least once or twice, try to, like you said, back search for things, it's not going to get any better. So someone has to start the movement like this group of people have to try and teach people that to do your checks, do all this stuff to make sure that it's not false. Because if we can s- slowly stop like the mis- the spread of misinformation, then for our future generations, news will be back to the way it used to be, where it used to be you'd get it at like six o'clock, you'd believe everything they said, and life was good because they were usually they'd had there was no reason to twist the news this was a long mm-hmm. time ago but there was no point to them twisting the news because it's not really going to affect anyone well like it would have but they had no reason to do it back then well and i think if people stop playing into their fucking agendas whether it's political or monetary like maybe we'll have a new sources we can trust like i know there's been a few different polls i've seen across the internet of like what percentage of people trust the news that they're receiving and uh you know it's a very small percentage of people believe it nowadays because it's just all about money really it's sad but yeah that is true to wrap things up do you have any little stories or anything or examples in your life 
that you want to talk about at all? Um, not really, I guess. I don't know. I just I can't say I have any examples. I don't know. Yeah, there's a few people in my life, like I stated previously, I just trust everything they read on Facebook. And, you know, if it's on Facebook, it must be true, right? And so, and I've tried to explain to them, you know, do a little research before you just spout out garbage, I guess. Yeah. And that's kind of what it comes down to is just do your research, folks. Uh, you know, Trump might not be breakdancing on the moon in 2021, but if it's on Facebook, it must be true. <laughs> Right. Anyways, this is uh, this has actually gone on quite a while. Uh, I didn't think it would go on this long, uh, but it's good. Last episode was a bit shorter because of uh, well, it was about thirty minutes, but it was a mess to put together. But this week should be a bit better. I hope. Yeah, near the end it got a little rocky, but it was not the end, so it works out good. Yeah, we should. Uh, so I hope you guys all enjoyed and. Before we wrap things up, Brody is going to tell you where, he, where you can find us on social media. Alrighty. We won't spread misinformation, I swear, unless it's about Brandon, then I'm all for it. <clears throat> Brandon's a female. He's 34. He lives in Wyoming, hey, Texas. Hey, y'all. I don't know what people from Wyoming sound like. <laughs> I don't think that that's new. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully no one from Wyoming listens to us. <laughs> and Brandon's getting sued. <laughs> oh god but um different ways you can listen to us um you can listen to us on spotify uh apple music you can go direct to the website of podbean and listen to us um, but other than listening to us you can give us some love on our social media send us some information tell us if you love us tell us you hate us and yeah just tell us if you uh, if you got an idea for your podcast what tell us if we offend you yes exactly please tell us if we do that's not our that's not our objective here. We're just trying to have fun and give everyone some information. We joke around a lot, but uh we don't mean it maliciously if we do offend you. Exactly. So let us know. Um but yeah, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, uh Instagram, Snapchat. Um we're gonna make some sick TikTok videos about literally nothing but alcohol probably. <laughs> oh, we should do that. <laughs> Yes, and look for us on Patreon. If you f That's one of the best ways you can support us, other than listening, of course. Don't stop listening. But yeah, you can definitely support us. We have different tiers of donations and stuff. And in the future, you can we'll look out for some merch and possibly some actual live streaming of events. Yeah, cool merch designs. Uh, so, you know, keep an eye out for that. We'll probably make them if we get some more supporters on Patreon. But... Uh... Yeah, we'll do some live streaming, some some other um, tiers, like uh, shout-outs and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. We're only going up from here. Yeah. So once again, thank you for hitting over 300 listens uh, worldwide. Uh, I'd go through the countries, but they've actually expanded so much that I can't remember them, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, Which is awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, one more little update, uh, which I actually meant to talk to you before Brody, but I don't think you'll mind, is I'm hoping this week to be moving towards a Friday release of the podcast. <gasps> oh, hopefully Brody's okay with this. <laughs> I haven't really, haven't really mentioned it to you, but, uh, yeah, I, because of my school schedule, going back to college and 
the fact that, you know, a lot of people are, have more free time on the weekend than they do the weekday, I figured we'll try Friday out for a release day. So this should be up on Friday the 13th. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to try Friday the 13th uh, release and hopefully Friday uh, from now on until we decide if it works or not. Um, play around with the schedule a little bit, but regardless, we hope you enjoyed this episode and every episode we put out after this. Um, thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.